Welcome back to the All Hallows School podcast, the place where we talk to staff, to parents and to pupils to find out more about life at the school. Now in this episode, we're talking to Jackie Truelove, Registrar at the school. Now Jackie's journey into working at the school began a whole 18 years ago when her two boys joined the school way back then. Now she's working at the school so she's able to share her opinion from two points of view. This all means we get to find out what the registrar actually does, what the admissions process is, and what some of the main things parents say when they're being shown around a school. That's all coming up in this episode, so join me now as we discuss the admissions process at school with Jackie Trulove. Jackie, thank you for being here and welcome to this episode of the podcast. How are you today? Yeah, no, good good today, Simon. Thank you. Lovely sunny day here at All Hallows. I uh, have had a lovely walk around the field at lunchtime. To um, been doing lots of paperwork today, so I've um, been stuck in the office. So it's nice to be able to go out and buy, see the children outside playing um, in the front field. And um, yeah, the best time to be at All Hallows is the summer term. So no, lovely day. Thanks. It's always good fun, isn't it? You know, even if you are stuck in the office, when it's a beautiful day outside, it just somehow lifts everybody's mood, doesn't it? Uh, Definitely. I think that's the nice thing about working in a school is that you go outside. You're not just walking around because there's always children out there and they always stop and have a chat or you can watch what they're up to, whether it's playing football or um, playing tennis or climbing in our um, adventure playground. It's just it just makes you even if you had a bad day, it makes you feel makes you feel better. Mm hmm. Now, we're going to be looking at your role as registrar and actually what that means within the school shortly. But before we do that, I wonder if you could just tell us a little bit about your experience of going to school yourself as a a girl. Were you educated in the local area in somewhere else in the UK or somewhere else in the world? Uh, no, somewhere else in the UK. I'm I'm from the west coast of Scotland. Went to a girls' school in a place called Eyre in the west coast, uh, called Wellington School. It's no, uh, um, it's no co-ed. Um, not only girls. Um, had a fantastic time at school. They absolutely loved it. And um, then moved down south later on um, to this area, and then chose this school. Um, for my two boys, we chose All Hallows for our boys. Didn't didn't think we'd be in Somerset for long, but we've ended up here for twenty three years. So uh, eighteen years ago, I visited All Hallows, had a look round as a parent, and uh, and my husband and I chose this school. So dare I ask, how old are your boys now then? So I have a twenty one year old who is has just finished Exeter Uni. He's doing a degree in history. He's just done his finals, and then I've got a sixteen year old who's at Repton School, who's a boarder in Derbyshire. Right, right. So so both of them not living at home right now. Are you expecting the Exeter graduate to, to return home and stay with you for a while? Hopefully not. Um, and probably <laughs> hopefully not for him. I think he's he's been at boarding school, so he's very independent. Then he's been at Exeter for three years. He's lived on his own um, all throughout that time. Yes, he comes home and it's lovely having him home, but I think he's looking for jobs. And I, I don't think he'll be home for long. He'll be in London, I think, before long. So mm. uh, Hopefully, fingers crossed, he gets a job, um, but he's got a good degree, so it should stand him in good stead. And for you, any plans to return to Scotland, West Coast, even return to Air? I, I don't even know what Air is famous for, apart from maybe the Butlins. Is there still a Butlins in Air? There is still a Butlins just outside Air, but there's also, it's Burns, uh, Robert Burns country. So um, we live just down the road from Burns Cottage. Our family home looks onto the sea. It's absolutely beautiful. So I go up there quite a lot. My mum's still there, my sister's there. Um, it's a great place the kids love going up there when they were younger. Um, but no, I think we're definitely uh, love Somerset and we are very, very happy here. And I can't quite see us moving, moving back up north. And quite happy working at All Hallows as well, I, I, I imagine. Let's talk about your role as registrar in that case. First of all, for people that don't know, what does a registrar actually do? 
Basically, the registrar uh, looks after admissions. So from the very beginning, from that first call, when you, whether you phone in, you email, which, you know, you, you walk through the door um, and you're looking for a school for your child and the person, uh, the registrar is the person that takes you through that whole process until the day your child starts at All Hallows um, or any independent school. So it's, a, yeah, it's, it's a great job because you, you get to meet new people all the time. You get to meet children all the time and you're helping people make make decisions and making the right decisions for their children um, and their education. So I imagine then that when your boys joined, joined the school, did you say, I think you said 18 years ago, that there would have been a registrar in the school back then and probably you would have gone through this admissions process yourself back then? Yeah, no, we did. We, uh, when, we, and when we looked around, um, we'd actually looked at four or five different schools in the area and my husband and I both been independently educated. We sort of knew what, what we wanted, what we were expecting from a school and, and they were all good schools, but there's nothing really made us feel, wow, this is where we want to send our kids. So we, I was at a play group one day and, and I was chatting to this, um, another lady and she said, oh, have you looked at All Hallows? And I went, never heard of All Hallows. And um, she said, oh, it's, it's just outside Shepton, which is 10, 10, 15 minutes from home. And um, she said, go and have a look. I think you'll really like it. So we made an appointment, came on a Saturday morning, saw the head at the time, who was Chris Bird, and his wife, Jan, who was a teacher and also the registrar. And we chatted to them for half an hour, did a tour of the school. Husband and I walked outside and we went, we didn't need to do the tour. We knew as soon as we chatted to them that this was the right space, place for our children. So how did you know? Because, you know, sometimes people do say that and, and, and often people say that choosing a school is a bit like choosing a home. You know, you've got to come in and experience it. But, but how did you actually know? How did you feel inside? It just felt right. You can't quite, you'd love to be able to bottle that feeling, but you can't. And it's exactly like you said, Simon, it is like, but it is like going into a house. And when you're looking for a new home and you go, you know that right house. And I think looking, for, and I will say that to parents, you've got to get a feel for what the school is like. If you you will like it because you get that feeling just by, I think just what people are saying to you, just the actual, it's that first interaction with anybody you speak to, whether it's the receptionist, whether it's a child just coming in the door, exactly what the head's saying, what the school does, what its ethos is. But it's the feel that you get, the happiness that you get when you go around the school and that you sort of see that everyone, everyone's happy every the children are happy yes mm. everybody has off days but it it's um it's a place that is it, it just feels really happy it's, mm. it's you can't you can't bottle it you can't put, almost put a name to it but it just feels right a bit like buying a house and looking at mm. a house and, and mm. knowing it's the right one for you so talk me through the admissions process. I mean, let's, let's imagine that I'm that I'm looking to to send my child to school, uh, whether that's All Hallows or, or a different school, what, whatever. What does the what does the admissions process actually look like? It would start with you contacting the school, um, which again, as I said before, would either be you know phone or email. Um, if I do get an email, I like to to phone the, the prospective parent and actually talk to them on the phone. And sometimes you know you always say to them, you know, is it convenient because obviously people are busy, but actually. Really Really good. You get a good, really good feel for what someone's looking for if you actually chat to them on the phone rather than just pinging emails back and forward. And then it's arranged for you. Well, find out a little bit more about your children. Find out what the likes and dislikes. What they enjoy about school. It might be that they're unhappy where they are. It might be that you're moving area, uh, moving countries. So it's just finding all that background information and then organise for you to come in and visit tour the school I do all the tours of the school and then at the end of the tour we get to meet our head and other members of our senior leadership team then 
if you like what you see, then we keep in contact. Um, we we keep in contact and we also would then try and organise taster days if you're wanting to go ahead. We always have the children in for two taster days. We like to do two because we find that if children come in for one, they can be very nervous. It's quite a big thing coming into a school that you've never been in before um, or anywhere you've never been. And um, we just find that second day you find out a little bit more about the children. And also that means they get to uh, taste a lot more of the things that we offer here, like art, creative design, forest school games. So we do tailor those um, taster days for some of their interests if we can. And then after the taster days, we feed back to parents and the children also have a little booklet with them so that they, they can do the work in and the teachers write comments after every every lesson so they've got something to chat to their parents about. Also, before the taste today, we give we send them a letter from a buddy. So we choose someone they, we think in the class they'll get on with, who'll look after them, take them to lunch, take them to playtime and just look after them for the for the whole of the day. Once we give feedback and everyone's happy, we'll formally offer a place and then it's down to completing paperwork and paying money and and going on from there. So when you're giving the tours, let's just jump back to that part. Do you, do you normally take prospective parents on, on the same route? You know, have, have you got a route in your, in your head that, that you always take them on around the school? I have a route that I can't, that I use as a sort of, I would say, my sort of main route. But because I'll have found out about the family beforehand, what their interests are, I might change it and maybe go to games first rather than going out through the main building. If they're boarding, if they're looking for a boarding place, I do tend to show boarding first because I think that's what's probably prominent in their minds. So again, I tailor it. I do have a main route, but I tailor it to um, who's coming in and what they're what they're looking for. That's really good to hear because otherwise I imagine you could just sort of almost go into robot mode, you know, right, we go to this place here and then I talk about this and then we go to that place and then I talk about that. Whereas actually it it, it does seem like a much more, uh, dare I say it, bespoke way of showing people around a school. Mm, no, definitely, definitely bespoke. And, and again, it's, I use, when I'm doing the tour, is I can, obviously I still, I know about the school, I know what's happening um, with all the academic subjects, all the other subjects that we have on offer, but also I've got the history of being a parent here myself. So mm. I use a lot of that in when I tour around the school and you're mm. just making it as personal as possible. And um, actually touring is the best part of the job because you're showing off something that you, I love the school. So it, it's such an easy thing to do. And it's just really interesting meeting lots of different people, especially if the children are on the tour as well, because you have to remember at that point that, yes, you're talking to adults, but you're also talking to children. So you have to tailor your tour that way. Um, mm. so, so no no tour is ever the same. Mm -hmm. And then when you mentioned the taster days, you also mentioned the, the, the buddy system. How does that work exactly? Yeah, so buddy system, when children come and tour the school with their parents or come to an open morning, we find out a little bit about them. So then when they're going on for taster days, we look at other children in the class. I'll talk to the class teacher or maybe the head of the year group and say, oh, you know, this is what this child is like. Who do you think would get on with them in the class? Who would be the best buddy? So we choose someone um, to do that and someone reliable and who'll he wants to sort of look after them as well. Uh, they come to me, we write a little letter, which just tells them a little bit um, about school, a little bit about their class teacher, 
about the uh, what their interests are, whether they like maths or games or art. Um, we put that in the letter. I ping an email to parents. They can read it out to their child. So they've got the name of the class teacher in there for the taste today. They've got the name of the child looking after them. So it's just making them feel less anxious about the whole the whole thing. What we like to do if we can make it work is for the child who's um, being the buddy to come down and meet the child as they come into school um, for the taste days. Mm. So this whole process sounds very well thought out. Is Has it always been like that? I mean, you know, when you were a parent at the school uh, 18 years ago, is that something that you experienced back then or has it changed since then? Yeah, I think it's probably changed a little bit. Obviously, my children started in reception class, so you didn't have buddies. They were just coming straight into school. So there was lots of things that, you know, we'd have a, a reception class day where all the reception children would go in um, to meet the new teacher in, in June before coming in September. But you didn't quite have the, the sort of buddy system. But most of the systems are quite similar to how they were then we've just tweaked them again we've learned from covid you know things that we didn't do before you know obviously taster days we're back doing again obviously during covid we couldn't do taster days so we started um chatting putting another process into our admissions process which was talking to the current school so once once somebody looked around they wanted to come we'd met the child probably on zoom or maybe outside socially distanced and then we would ask permission from the parents to talk to the their current teacher so we found out more about the child that way and now we've added that into the end of our admissions process as well so it's mm. an extra now for us what we used during covid so there's lots of things from covid that we've taken and added all throughout the school really which is you know those are the positive things from covid that we could mm. take from it mm. So talking of COVID then, I mean, what, what other things have changed since COVID came along? Well, we've, it's um, open mornings. Obviously, we couldn't do open mornings face to face. So what we started up just before the first lockdown, we quickly did a video of um, me doing a tour of the school so that we had that online. And then we've added to that. So now there's a video of um, Dr. Richards. I'm talking about, you know, being head and talking about the school. We've got one from our forest school lead. Um, and these all add on actually are, are the beginning before you start. We started doing podcasts, which are that sort of continuation from the videos. So we've got all of those. We share we shared those with parents so we could, you know, share those and they could look at them in their own time before an open morning and then join us on a Zoom open morning where we'd have myself, the head all other members of the senior leadership team and we'd we'd do a Q&A rather than for an open morning with tea and cake and everybody in the one room but it worked really well it, it's amazing you still get how people get on with each other how the how we as a team all work together that still came across on Zoom which was really nice and we were really pleased with that so we're now using it for international students. Um, so when we've got, um, you know, we have children from Spain, from Japan, from France, um, from Hong Kong. So when we're talking to those parents, we'll offer out um, a, a sort of a Zoom open morning once or twice a year as well. And mm. just added that to, to what we do. So obviously in the last few years, COVID is one thing that's reared its head. Brexit is the other thing, of course. How has that affected, if at all, the whole admissions process within All Hallows? 
it has affected, well, it, it's just made a little bit of it slightly more time consuming. If a child is from anywhere in the world, if they're not, if they don't have a British passport, they need a UK VI student visa. Anybody coming from Singapore or Japan before needed that anyhow. So we were, we had all those processes in place. It's just that we have, there's now more of them because we have quite a few, fat, well, about 10 to 12 Spanish students a year and three or four French students. So we have to do it for all of them. A little bit more time consuming paperwork wise but it's you know it's just something else that you have to do and you just get on and do it and add it to your list love the attitude definitely a positive kind of response to that so so i love that jackie what advice would you give to other parents that are looking at which school to send their children to I'd say you have to know what you're looking for. You know, if you, if you want a hothouse school that's very academic in its in its in its rigor and not offering a full breadth of things, then know that's what you're looking for. If you're looking for a school like All Hallows, which is basically a, a proper prep school, you're preparing children for that next stage at 13. But you're giving them the opportunities of trying lots of different things, whether it's mm. art, creative design, clay pigeon shooting, fly fishing. You know, lots of different things know what you're looking for don't look at too many schools um try and narrow it down because i think you then can start to get really confused and i would say don't if you're seriously looking and you've narrowed it down i wouldn't go to an open morning i would never go to an open morning i would ask for a personal tour of the school and on that tour i'd also want to meet the head Mm, interesting i think that's very very interesting yeah and what are some of the main questions that parents should be asking when they meet the head I think you want to get a sort of sense of what his values are, what his school's about. And I think I would say when you ask those questions, I'd have been asking those questions of the person touring as well, because mm-hmm. any of the questions you're asking, then ask them to the head and you're wanting to see that those answers are the same so mm. that you get that continuous message. And what else would be good to ask? I think ask about the school day, ask how the school actually works on a daily basis and Saturdays. You know, prep schools are busy schools. They don't finish at three o'clock. It's very different to a state school. And and if you haven't come from that background, a lot of our parents haven't, then actually finding out exactly how the day works, what's on offer at the end of the day, because that might be great for your family life. Then you don't need someone else to collect your children. And then also knowing the expectations for a Saturday, that there is something we have Saturday enrichment, uh, that you are expected from year three to take part in sport if the sports match is on. I think just finding out that it's the right fit for you as a family as well. And then when parents are being shown around, what, what are some of the things that they often say? You know, what are the observations that they make themselves of the school? I think their sort of observations will always be lots of lots of them will sort of say that it, it feels very welcoming, that the children are happy and that the children, it, it, nothing staged. You'll go into a classroom and, you know, children will, if I'm talking about something, children will offer their opinion on, and telling you what they're doing. They're not frightened to, to sort of um, to do that, if that makes sense. Our last open morning, we had lots of lovely comments afterwards, basically sort of saying that they could see the passion and commitment when they were going round of the staff just by chatting to them. And um, they could see that there's inspirational teaching. They also commented quite a lot on our, our year seven and eights, because on, on an open morning, we used our year seven and eights to help with tours and just saying that, you know, how positive and welcoming and, and how considerate they were. You know, if they had younger children with them, that the, the, our year seven and eights would chat to the um, the younger children and make sure that they were involved in the tour as well. 
Is it a bit hairy at times knowing that the year sevens and eights are representing the school? Because we, we, we do know that children can sometimes say lovely things and they can sometimes accidentally say completely the wrong thing as well. No, do you know, not at all, because you actually, they're just being them and they will say mm-hmm. what school's like. And that's what you want parents mm-hmm. to know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's um, you don't want to give them a, a, a sort of sheet and say, right, this is what you say. They are actually being themselves. And I think mm-hmm. that comes across. And that's very much what All Hallows is about. That's great to here. Jackie, we need to bring this to a close in a minute, but if anyone's heard anything and wants to get in touch with you, how could they go about doing that? So they can either go contact admissions at All Hallows School. Um, my email address is on the on the website or they can call into school. So everything's on the admissions page on the website. Perfect. That's great. Well, look, Jackie, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being here and explaining this whole admissions process, what a registrar actually does in the school, but also your own personal experience. That's great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks, Simon. So that was Jackie Truelove, Registrar at All Hallows. Thank you, Jackie, for joining us on this episode of the podcast. Really good to hear your personal story. Now, our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.